Sit back, turn the ship over to your covers and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. Seven Commanders and welcome in. My name is Commander Psykit and with me, as always, is Commander Mal for the win. Hello, Seven Commanders. If it's your first time listening, we're glad you found us. Every week on the Flight Assist podcast, we talk to a different commander or organization. We find out a little about them, what they're up to in game, and we talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community. Before things get started, we just wanted to say thanks for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. This is going to be another fun one. I know. It's it's it is no secret. It is no secret that we enjoy getting getting to speak to new people. Yes. And um Commander Archidog is a new person. Yep. It's someone who who reached out and asked to be on um on the podcast um with um a different perspective. Yep. Um uh, being, he was saying when he first met, um, got in touch with us, he said that he was the opposite of a player like, uh, Commander Awen from episode 14 mm-hmm. of season one. Um, he has limited time to play elite and haven't, hasn't been in game that very long, that long. He was been playing since September 2019. So uh, he's not been playing very long, but he wanted to talk about what he was. Um, he was um, he'd found in the game and what um what he was excited about and I really hope we get to talk about that that with him I'm 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 yeah. sure we should we absolutely <laughs> will <laughs> we can work we can steer the conversation a little bit for I, sure we know for the people sure. that run the podcast so we can we can I, make I, it <laughs> I think we can have words with them and make sure that they um, make yep. sure um, talk about these topics <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's really interesting that that somebody who's only been playing the game for a couple of years. Um, feels just as strongly in in their desire to come on a podcast and talk about what they love about the game as mm-hmm. somebody who's been backing it since it was on Kickstarter and they played yeah. the beta. You know, um, it it shows you that you can come along at any point in this game's history, drop yourself into the galaxy, and have an incredible experience in in. The fact that you missed out on the original release or you missed out on the beta, you missed out on uh, Horizons, you're just coming into the game with Odyssey. That's okay. Like you might have missed some spectacular events, but there are going to be more. There's some happening now, you know, so it's it'll be interesting. And again, you know, having somebody come on who's not I don't think I don't think Archidog does content creation, right? I don't think so. No. But like, the, I I love talking to people who don't do content creation and have this strong need to to voice what it is that they're doing in game anyway. Yeah. You know, because it's always it always comes back to some unique passion that they have or some sort of um, event that happened in their life that brought them to elite in the first place. Mm. And you would never know about it if they didn't post it on Twitter or. Come on, flight assistant, talk to us or or anything like that. So yeah, so heads and up I, I if think, you if you have a story like that, people. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, and I I think there's. I have been in part of a conversation, and let I think it was on LaveCon online mm-hmm. 
last year or this year what year are we well we were like late <laughs> on online <laughs> yeah sure sure i'll take your word for it but um there was a live con online where i was um we were talking about something and i was sharing my experience in comparison to um maybe somebody else's more negative experience things along those lines and like i saw in chat sort of like well how long how long has psychic been playing right like they were going and I, I've had it a couple of times, like along the way. Well, you've only been playing since 2016. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to comment. And I think <laughs> that everybody has a bloody voice when yeah. it comes to this. And it's really dismissive yeah. to oh, yeah. not take the opinions of someone who had like, well, yeah, sure. Only maybe only playing the game for five minutes. You might not have had the the full experience of being able to get into the game because yes, we always are, we're always learning something new in this game. But to say right. that, oh well, well, she's only been playing since two thousand and sixteen. So, to, yeah, to ask the question in the first place is yeah. is a little bit. Pardon the phrase; it's a little bit elitist and, uh-huh. and a little bit. <laughs> it feels a little bit, you know. Um, yeah, there's there's just no need for it because mm. I mean we've talked to people who've only been playing for three months and uh, you know their experience the the amount of time you've been playing by its nature means you haven't had as many experiences in the game as people who have been playing for you know five six seven years but it doesn't mean that those experiences are any less valid or Absolutely. any less amazing. And it you know? doesn't negate negate your voice within this glorious right. community, right? Um, exactly. And I, th- I think that I think that's really important. I don't think that that's something that I, I don't think this is going to be a big um, <laughs> this isn't going to be a big hit hit piece on Elite Dangerous because you know we don't do that right. <laughs> by any stretch. <laughs> but um, I, I think if you if you would like to come on to Flight Assist or come and chat to, to us about um, your experience in the game and you're more of a relatively new player, we would absolutely love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from everyone, but we would yeah. entirely love to hear from you because that perspective is a perspective that I am desperate to hear from. Ideally, yeah. if you have just picked up the game when you are playing Odyssey. Yes. With yes. Odyssey's release, I think that would be super interesting to hear from people. Agreed. But that Agreed. being said, Speak, speaking of hearing from people, <laughs> let's do this. Let's get Commander Archidog on and have a good chat. Archidog. I'm pronouncing that right, aren't I? Am I pronouncing yes. that right? Yes, Archidog is correct. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Okay, well, Commander Archidog, it is very good to have you here. Welcome, welcome on in to, to Flight Assist. Glad to be here. Glad to meet you both. Excellent. If you can start by just telling us a little bit about yourself, so basics like your commander name, which I've kind of already given away, if you're if you're a content creator, if you're a player, and how long you've been playing. Sure, sure. So, uh, yeah, Commander Archie Dog. Um, I am not a content creator. Uh, I do enjoy and consume quite a bit of content from content creators on Elite, though. So, uh, familiar with a uh, good number of the content creators that are out there. 
And um, I guess uh, playing since uh, September 2019. So Horizons the pretty much the entire time. Okay. Gotcha. What what was it that originally got you into playing Elite to begin with? That's uh, uh, yeah. There's a there's a few things. Um, so immediately, uh, I have a a business partner, and he also plays. So he showed it to me, and that's how I even found out about it. Um, <laughs> gotcha. At all, but um, I guess uh, a little bit deeper cut. Um, I'm a, a fan of simulators. Uh, and have been my whole life. So um, <clears throat> that's kind of what got me into it was uh, he told me it was a flight simulator and then he said it was a space flight simulator. And so I was right. uh, intrigued. I don't play pretty much any other games. So um, I had, uh, I played a lot of games in my younger life, uh, you know, mostly sports simulators, Tiger Woods golf, you know, football, baseball simulators, things like that. Gotcha. Um, some some racing, you know, and flight simulators, of course. So, um, kind of filled a hole that I hadn't uh, even realized was there. You know, I hadn't really played uh, too many games in, you know, probably ten years before I picked it up. Gotcha. So, what was it? What was it about? What was it about Elite? I know you said it was a simulator in space. Um, mm-hmm. Having played a lot of simulators before and then not having touched a game for um, X amount of X amount of years, what was it specifically about Elite that made you go, okay, you yeah, know, I'm going to get back into this. I'm going to get back in into playing yeah. video games again. Yeah, great question. Uh, the quality of the flight model, for sure. Um, right. and, then, and then just the... You know, I, I was just stunned to find out there was a scale model of the the <laughs> galaxy. Uh, right. Yeah, uh, I just I couldn't believe it when he told me that, um, and I I still don't believe it having played for two years now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm 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 pretty um, I'm pretty impressed with the model for sure. And, and the and the ships, you know, that's that's kind of the big thing for me. Nice. So, um, can you can you tell us a little bit about the first time that you actually logged into Elite and and what that experience was like? Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, the the friend that I'd referenced, he had uh, provided me a good deal of information ahead of time, and so and he he had played for probably a year at that point, so he was you know, pretty well versed in the game. Uh, right. And so the first time I logged in, I had a good deal of information on how it was going to go. Um, the tutorial was already in place. So, you know, I, I actually went through the tutorial and uh, started off in the, the noob zone or whatever it's called. Um, so it was pretty, um, it was pretty challenging. I, I think, you know, like everyone you now, the, the learning curve is, is pretty steep and, um, but, um, I didn't mind it. I, I like that kind of thing. So it was uh, it was fun to dig in and and learn how to fly the ships and you know, all the different procedures for the different pieces uh, of the game. So yeah, I enjoy that stuff quite a bit. On a on a different tack, um, what is what is the story behind your commander name? Why did you choose <laughs> Archidog? Where does that come from? Uh, yeah. So there's. Um, there's a couple of different things there. Um, the uh, the first part, 
the archy part is um, related to my profession. So I'm an architect by trade. Oh, nice. Uh, I design, uh, you know, buildings, houses, you know, commercial structures, different things. And, um, you know, I felt like bringing a piece of that into uh, the game with me, you know, my commander name. The dog part is um, I'm a musician as well. I play guitar. And um, that was uh, a nickname in bands I've been in for years was E-Dog. My first name's Eric. So I just kind of commanded, uh, uh, combined my profession and uh, my nickname to come up with the commander name. So, um, nice. And, and to be honest, I didn't give it a lot of thought because I wasn't sure I was going to play this game very long. That's fair. <laughs> that's, that's fair, isn't yeah. it? If it, if you're sort of getting back back new into a game as well, and you you haven't yeah. you don't have a long standing username like um, <laughs> some of us might, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I think that's a really good way, like just like splicing yeah. the two together a bit of a portmanteau. I really like that. That's cool. Yeah, and it, and yeah. it brings something of you into the game. You, mm-hmm. you know that that is both distinct unique among the other commanders in the game and it's unique to you you know mm-hmm. which is kind of yeah. cool so as you may guess i have you know some opinions on the architectural aspects of the game <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother that's a whole nother podcast waiting to happen probably like probably talk about architectural considerations in a zero g or rotational oh, gravity man. environment uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> oh, I, I, wow. I I'll tell you that I like the stylings though. I really do. The 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 overall aesthetic of the game is is very nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've I've always heard people say that uh if you look at Star Trek, everything's too clean, right? And you look at mm-hmm. Star Wars, everything feels too dirty and too used. And Elite seems to strike a pretty good balance between the two, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think they have a good feel for I mean, it, it, it seems to me they've, they've taken the time to think through, you know, human progression and where it could be by that point. So. Right. Right. Yep. It's reasonable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Do you align yourself with a, uh, with a squadron or a minor faction or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I joined loose screws, uh, oh, some time nice. ago. And uh, I'm I'm a I'm a pretty casual player, so I'm not ter- I'm not in, involved uh, in the squadron more than just uh, checking the uh, standing orders and running submissions or whatever as needed. So I'm just a grunt, right? Right. <laughs> Nothing I wrong think, with that. I think loose screws. Um, loose screws might have or be in the process or have taken over uh, Micah's rest. Oh, what? Yeah, I think because one of my one of my the people who visits my channel quite a bit um, is is also a a member of Loose Screws, um, and they were the closest faction that I knew, and I was I was good good pals with in proximity to to my station. Mm -hmm. So I think they're in the process, (laughs) or they they might have taken it by now. um, But I, I think. I think they were heading towards uh, what? Where is it? Snooky, Snooky something is the name of the system, right? Yeah. Well, you've caught me. I haven't looked at the standing orders in a little while. (laughs) 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 I am honestly so you know uh, since Odyssey came out, I'm I'm a little bit stubborn in this way. I purchased Odyssey and I'm determined to play it. So I've played it since it came out, and I haven't switched back to Horizons at all. 
Um, <clears throat> and because of that, I've been doing a lot of on-foot stuff, which really hasn't been doing much for the squad. Gotcha. I have just checked. They're not there yet, so you're okay. <laughs> <Darn>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I joined that squadron because of, uh, you know, I'm in the U.S., and they're, uh, they've got a, a U.S. presence that's in the central time zone a lot, so there tend to be more players available for me to continue. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. Although <laughs> they they run their events a little early for me. I'm usually not online until about uh, 10, 30 at night. So, you know, I play for an hour and then go to bed. Just a little wind down time around yeah. space. Yep. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, when you're playing, where whereabouts do you spend the most of your time in the galaxy? Uh, it just depends on what I'm doing. So, you know, uh, lately doing all the on-foot stuff, I've been in Anarchy Systems, uh, you know, kind of focusing on, you know, material gathering and upgrades and things like that. So, mm-hmm. and without getting notoriety. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, that's, you know, that's something they really need to teach new players about is the whole crime and punishment and the notoriety and all that. I, was, I, I still struggle to understand it myself. Then I've, you know, been playing for two years now. Yeah, um, yeah. I, th- I think that's that's another really good thing about Elite is that you um, even like I mean, I have thousands and thousands and thousands of hours in this game. I am mm-hmm. I produce mm-hmm. two podcasts about it. I <laughs> <laughs> I play. I, I I like attribute it to a lot of um, a lot of the cool stuff that I've got to do, and I'm still learning stuff every yeah. single time I log in, and I think that's awesome. No, it is. And that's it's not fun. just like that's not just like oh, well, because there's been a brand new Odyssey come out. It's like old hmm. stuff that you you know. Oh yeah, you, you yeah. look at it and you think, oh, maybe I really should have known that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, and, and bouncing stuff back and forth with my my business partner there, who also plays. Uh, you know, he finds out something, figures out something, we share. So, you know, that's been really nice. You know, like uh, for instance. Um, you know, when you're trying to land on a planet and you have all the trouble because the train's not exactly smooth or whatever, and so you can spend some time, if, especially if you're in a larger ship, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, he explained to me, when, when you get it lined up, you know, and, the, and it gives you the the uh, you know, the blue dot that tells you, you know, you're, you're good to land, just turn flight assist off. If you try to thrust her down, it's not going to take you directly down to where you're pointing because your thrusters aren't perpendicular to the planet. Mm-hmm. The terrain. So if you use flight assist, it'll pull you down, and you can just land without, you know, turn it off. You can uh, you can just drop down. So little tips like that. You know? Yeah, I had no idea you could approach it that way. <clears throat> yeah, there's there's something really beautiful about just learning learning those little hints and tips to make your life a little bit easier mm-hmm. as well is great. Especially because down isn't down, and why yeah. is down not down? Why should down, <laughs> down should definitely be down at this point? Yeah, yeah, but it it does uh, it does work, you know. It's uh, and like and like you said, you know, learning something new. Yeah, yeah, all the time. So, what is your forte in game? What would you say you're best at as a commander? Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've I've played enough to be best at anything. You know, I enjoy, (laughs) you know, I enjoy a lot of different aspects. Um, Before Odyssey, I was really focused on improving my combat. So, I've gotten to trade elite and to 
exploration elite. So I was working on combat elite and, uh, you know, kind of following what's uh, Spokergeist's um, uh, ship progression recommendations. So I was kind of up to the Vulture and starting to work with Flight Assist off. But um, Nice. You know, so I'm, I'm just, uh, I, you know, <laughs> I have a limited time to play. Uh, as you heard, so I have to make a plan of what I'm going to do before I play, or I will just sit yeah. there and, you know, tool around the menus. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's, um, you know, I don't have anything I'm necessarily best in, but, you know, I've done a lot of mining. I have a fleet carrier, you know, so I've done nice. mining back in when it was really profitable to be able to back do that. Back in the day. Yeah. I've been playing yeah. for two years and we can already say back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, what's your, what's your favorite thing to do? If you, if you have no plans or no goals oh. or anything and you log in, what, what are you like? Okay. Yeah. No, we'll do this. We'll get this done. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, um, I don't, I don't find any part of the game a grind. So even okay. gathering materials, mm-hmm. I find fun because you're flying your ship and you're doing this and, you know, so, um, yeah, when I log in, you know, it's, you know, if I don't have, if I'm not in the middle of working on something, usually I've got ED engineer up and I'm going to, you know, find this material, that material, cause I'm working on, you know, upgrading something or another. So usually that's what I'm. Nice. Working towards an end goal. I like that. Or, or yeah, or, you know, just another piece of the puzzle, really. Yeah. <laughs> Building, getting all of those things, because it, it's not something that you can do in an hour. It really yeah. isn't. So. <laughs> no, no, but, and, and that was one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you all, because I, I want people to know that, you know, if you're really busy like I am, you know, I'm running a business, I've got two kids, and, you know, I can play for maybe an hour in the evenings, and i got to go to bed. There's 30-minute game loops you can find. Yeah, absolutely. There are there are plenty of things to do. I mean, you know, maybe it's just you know farming materials, but you know, there's stuff to do. There's plenty. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think I think a lot of people kind of they sell themselves short on what they're what they could do in the game. Um, and there, you're right. There are a lot of loops that you can do. A lot of uh, a lot of activities you can do that really don't require you know, a, a, a big time commitment. And if you mm-hmm. get done with work um, and you're like, okay, I've got like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I don't even have time to figure out what I want to do in game. If you just want to fly a spaceship for mm-hmm. me, that's when CQC is the best option in game. Like yeah. drop in, you don't have to worry about rebuy. You don't have to worry about credits. You can just drop in and start flying a fighter as soon as your group is full. Yeah. Yeah. I've done a little bit of CQC and not, good at it at all there's a different one but it's so much (laughs) i i keep thinking i should be able to get this i should be able Mm -hmm. to figure it out but i haven't broken that barrier that yes (laughs) cqc yeah I even hop into to CQC and you know turn flight assist off and then don't even shoot at anyone. I just practice flying around in the asteroids and flight assist off. Some of those bases with the, with the little ships as well. Some of yes. those bases are just really fun to fly around. They're so much oh, fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, no, I, I I enjoy the 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 fighters. Those are yeah. Those are a great addition. Yep. Yeah, I discovered. I feel like I discovered them really late on in my gameplay, yeah. specifically the um, the uh, Guardian Fighters because they're oh so pretty. Gosh. 
They yeah. are so pretty. They're so fun to fly as well. They're, it's just a lot of things. And they, they do well, a really good job of getting stuck in, in the back of fleet carrier thrusters. Um, <laughs> absolutely speaking from experience, I didn't have yeah. any other person that's in here right now come with a different <laughs> fighter and have to um, jimmy me out of their, of their fleet oh, wow. carrier. No, sir, not me. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. <laughs> I I did, yeah, you know, and and not a lot, not only a lot of fun, but the solving the puzzles to get them. Was, oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it was great. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work, but yeah, I got mm. I got both I got them all unlocked, and uh, I yeah. own them all, and then I've barely flown them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the um the guardian those little um those obelisk things where you stand out in mm-hmm. space and you i'm i'm not i don't want to go too far into what you have to do because i think a lot of the fun is working out on your own but for the fact that there are only three guardian fighters in the game so mm-hmm. the maximum that you need to do it is three times mm-hmm. yeah. to get all of the keys for the um, for the fighters they're the absolutely yeah. beautiful oh wow and yeah it's, it's one of the most a, amazing such things a spectacle. in the game Mm. Yeah. yeah, one of the most amazing things in the game for sure. I, w- I would love for them that. to figure out a way to reuse those assets so that we have to solve those puzzles again or change them, you know, use those same the same obelisks in space, but have a different unlock mechanism maybe mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that, you know, perhaps unlocks guardian technology for fleet carriers or something sure. like that, you know? I mean, um, they can simply add another guardian fighter and we have to do it again, right? Oh yeah, you know that. that I would not be. I would not be upset about that. (laughs) Give me a handheld gorse cannon, and I'm there. (laughs) Oh oh, yes, great idea. Oh, the the personal weapons. Yeah, we can talk about those. <laughs> so, so you've already mentioned ED Engineer, which I thank oh, yeah. you for. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, are there any any other resources that you that you go to, sort of third party resources when you're playing? <sighs> Sit down. <laughs> ED Discovery. ED Observatory, ED Scout, EDSM, ED Engineer, EDMC, ED Log Agent, ED Chroma. I use a Razor device here. Inara, EDDB, okay. ED Tools, and Commander's Toolbox. Nice. So, yes, I few. use a lot of third-party stuff. Again, it's a, it's a time thing. I, I'm, I'm all about efficiency. Absolutely. Um, you're one of the first people that I have heard who has actively mentioned ED Observatory. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool because I love that and I don't think it gets enough love. So, yeah. so here's, here, here's what I do with them. Let me, let me lay this out just a little bit. So I turn the voice on in ED Observatory as well. I have the voice on in uh, EDDB or not EDDB. Um, uh, yeah. EDDB. That's right. So I set uh, EDDB to the, uh, Microsoft woman's voice. I think it's Zira and then observe right. a man's voice. And then you have the ship voice. Okay. So, so basically it's three different droids giving me information as I fly. That's cool. That's yeah, kind of neat. That's, yeah. That's, and it works out pretty well because EDB doesn't step on the toes of uh, the in ship voice very often. It, it's a little bit here and there. And then observatory really comes up and talks to you so rarely. Yeah, like only yeah. the specifics yeah. and stuff. So, so I keep those things running and minimized, you know, and then with the text to speech, you know, I can get the information, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty fun. It keeps it immersive. 
Yeah, that sounds really fun. It does sound really fun, actually. That's cool. So moving from uh, software to hardware, (laughs) what's your preferred control scheme when you're in the cockpit? Uh, You'll be happy to hear I've been a dual stick player for a long time. Yes. So one of the things I... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, one of the things I did play uh, back in the day was uh, Mech Warrior, that series of games. Yes. And that's where I first started using dual stick because I love driving the mechs with dual stick. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I started playing Elite, I had some old <laughs> uh, Cytec, uh, what they, Cyborg joysticks yeah. you know, put away for a long time. So I broke them back out and they still worked a little bit. And uh, that's how I first started playing Elite was with those. And I have since upgraded to uh, a pair of uh, VKBA NXTs. Nice. With all the buttons and stuff. So I play dual stick and throttle with a Razor Orb Weaver. Nice. That's a good combination. What is is that, a Razor Orb Weaver? Um, it's like, uh, oh, it's, it's like, a it's like your, uh, one handed keyboard. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. So, so I've got an X56 throttle and I, uh, I have the orb weaver kind of, you know, set as an extension from that. And then the sticks on either side. So, um, nice. now the funny part is, you know, so I'm an architect, so I have a fairly powerful machine that I do my work with anyway. Right. So I actually, I, I don't have. I don't want to have two computers to deal with, so I, I actually play Elite on a Surface Book Three. <laughs> that's kind of unique. <laughs> yeah, so you know it's the G four sixteen sixty that's in it. I do play it yeah. through the Surface Dock too. Yep. So I've got a uh, one of the I've got a Samsung. Uh, what is it? The CRG nine, the big. Uh, I play it at yep. what is it? Fifty one forty by. Uh, yep. Yeah, three screens wide. Anyway. Yeah, um, and then I've got a a pair of twenty four inch ten eighty p monitors for all the other windows and stuff like that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, the CRG nine is a wonderful monitor. That's the same one that I run. Yeah, and yeah, I love I, it. So I've good. had it for I've only had it for three or four months. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And then I also use a Stream Deck mm-hmm. just to uh, a little more immersion. It's uh, you know about the Elite plugin for the Stream Deck? Yes, I do. Yeah, so so I run that, and uh, I've got that mapped to different functions and things. I have way more controls than I need. That's <laughs> awesome, though. That's really cool. That's really cool. I I love how how much you've thrown you've thrown yourself into it for yeah. someone who didn't really play video games, and now you're like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I, I really wanted to. Uh, you know, it's just the quality of again the quality of the flight model and and the actual, you know, the, the model of the. The, uh, the galaxy there it, yeah uh, just really caught yeah. me yeah you know and and so when i play for instance when i'm on foot i play mouse and left stick okay when i drive the srv i'm playing right stick and throttle okay and when i fly the ship i'm using everything mouse and left stick it's yeah am- it I'm, is I'm going through it in my head like how would i map that what <laughs> oh so yeah you know so i've got uh, you know obviously you know, you're running forward back left right and all that and uh-huh. jumping are all on the left stick the mouse is for aiming and firing weapons you know i've got a it's like a 
mouse with like six buttons on the side, so you can have that gotcha. to change different weapons and to do different things there. So, so yeah, I like that a lot because it gives you the analog control with the left stick when you're walking. So you can, you know, you as you don't have, you know, you're not just walking full speed all the time. You have that whole gradient through the entire, you know, range of how you use the right, stick. Okay. And, and that's what I do in the ship too. So the left stick is for the thrusters. So you know, my forward, back, left, right thrusters are all analog. You know, so as I'm flying, you know, I can really feather and you know, maneuver decently. That's cool. That's cool. It's a, it's a bit like having the left stick of a controller if you were yeah. using a controller and running around. I get mm-hmm. it now, but when you said it, I was like, I was. You saw all the numbers and equations appear above my hand. I, like, I, don't, I don't understand. I really don't understand why that's happening. That's yep. That's cool. Is there any area of um, elite that you? Um, don't participate in that you would like to? Um, I don't do a lot of anti-Xeno stuff. I, you know, I've, I've shot a couple of Thargoids here and there, um, and I think I would like it eventually. But it's kind of... It's a time sink. Yeah, and I think it's uh, an experience thing, too. I, I probably need to get a little better at um, regular combat before I you know, really jump into that. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I, think I think some of that would be good. We had um we had Brother Sabathius on a couple of weeks ago and um yeah. he was he was saying um how <clears throat> like how one one particular uh one particular I was gonna say make, but that doesn't sound right, but one particular type of uh Thargoid ship um takes him two hours to complete. Yeah. And I mean <laughs> that's a um and I, I, we said that to him at the time. Is that's a level of patience? Yeah, <laughs> I simply do not um, do not I have. aspire and, to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe once for the experience, but I don't know that I would. Yeah, you know, yeah. That that would be a little much. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> it's a lot. Um, when you run into trouble in game, who do you typically turn to for help? Um, Google is to start with <laughs> YouTube, Google, you know, if I can find something yes. on Reddit, it depends there. Um, I'll ask my, uh, my buddy that plays, you know, he's, yeah. he's a wealth of information. Um, and then, uh, the loose screws discord, they've helped me out several times. Actually, uh, professor nice. Awan gave me his, uh, uh, list of pen blueprints that really helped out. So, um, you know, that was, oh, a, that was an, yeah, that was an interesting thing. You know, I started asking around, does anybody um, have any recommendations to blueprints you would pin for combat focus versus trade or, you know, exploration or whatever, you know, has anybody thought about it that way? And um, it seemed to be no, but his pins were PVP based. So, so yeah, I, um, I got some help. Makes there. sense. Mm-hmm. What would you say is your your fun on the last two years um is there anything that's um step step i'll put my teeth back in and say it but um (laughs) (laughs) what would you say is your fondest memory or the most amazing thing that's happened to you while you've been Uh, playing elite in the last two years yeah so um i would say you know probably um team missions that I've done, uh, mm. you know, with people have 
Yeah, definitely. They stand out the most. Um, PvP encounters. So, um, not there's. I don't know that there's one in particular, but you know, I, I find it really uh, interesting and, and fun to frustrate gankers. Um, <laughs> yes. So yep. that 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 stands out. I, I always run the CGs in open when I'm when I decide I want to do them. Um, right. For for that for that purpose, so that you know you get that interaction with other players and things like that. Um, yeah. And then of course I've teamed up with my buddy. You know, we've done uh, wing mining when it was called wings, and um, yeah, you know, on foot stuff we've teamed up and cleared some settlements and done some CZs and things like that. And that's that's quite a bit of fun. So yeah, mostly the team stuff I would say you know sticks out the most. Okay. Nice. What is it that keeps you logging back in? Um, well, it's, uh, it's an outlet to relaxation, uh, you know, after, uh, so it's a good outlet after work and and the kids are in bed and everything. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's probably it. Um, the varied ability to kind of make up your own game loop and to, it's it's such an open sandbox that, um, you know, I, I like to do you know, multiple different things in the game. So just that ability to be able to log in and choose what I want to do. You know, that's a big part of it. That makes sense. Um, if we say for purely speculative purposes, let's say time travel exists and you could mm. go back two years to that first day you were playing elite and give yourself one piece of advice. What would it be? Hmm. Um, get out and explore sooner. Um, I, I took, uh, I took quite a bit of time before I, I started, you know, and really, uh, I got out of the bubble. Um, I just recently went to Colonia probably three or four months ago for the first time. Um, gotcha. so yeah, probably get out and explore a little sooner. There's, uh, I enjoy the exploration, um, <laughs> with the caveat that, you know, I've, currently have the you know fear of missing out of something happening in the bubble so i yes. don't want oh, to explore man, it's so real. So, yeah it's, it's so such a big real. deal what? like oh man <laughs> yeah and, and uh, you know i keep looking forward to each update you know that they're putting mm. out too so i, I just i don't want to be out exploring right now but i have this i have this plan you know so i've talked with uh, you know my friends about and um you know, i, I want to do this grand tour is what i call it and i'm you know, it's, I'm not necessarily looking to discover anything, but I want to go to all the places that are highlighted in, in different streams and, and uh, that different people have recommended. You know, the, the, um, oh, right. that's awesome. The Galaxy of Wonders yeah. or whatever that is. And the different. Yeah, Collection of Wonders. That one's yeah, awesome. That, that one's so awesome. I, I saw that on Distant Worlds too. Mm-hmm. Highly and recommend. I, I haven't seen any of that stuff, so I haven't been to. Sagittarius A. I haven't been to Beagle Point. I haven't done. That's that's a really cool. That's a really cool yeah. aim as well. Is to like get, get out there, and I think um, I think that is definitely something that you can do. Um, mm-hmm. Just dropping in for an hour at a time, mm-hmm. just go and. Um, yep. I'm, I'm going to use a very British word and say have a poodle around <laughs> and um, just um, have have a little wander, see what you can see in the space of an hour. And then yeah. providing that you're plotting in that general direction, you can log in the next day and yep. plot again. That's what, and you know, the next, the next thing that you see might have like 
four ringed earth like surrounded mm-hmm. neutron star. You never know. You never know. You never you never know. And then you're up later than you want to be because you just have to scan, got to scan them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> those, are, those are some excellent feature plans. They really are. Um with regard to the future of Elite Dangerous, is there um is there anything that you're Jones in for? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean this oh what a platform they've created. I mean it's there's yeah. so much space for them to iterate on what they've got here. I'm really excited to see what they come up with. But I mean some some things, you know, that I would like to see are probably, you know, everybody wants to see this stuff, you know, like landing on atmospheric planets, water, you know, flora and fauna, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, I really want some new ships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's been no new ships since I started playing. I don't think. No, that's you. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, I kind of would have thought we'd have seen some new ships with Odyssey, but um, I guess that I feel, I feel like they're coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've, I think they're holding I think them back with everything. Um, with everything, we're we're in that. That we're in sort of a limbo at the moment. It's 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 not the great limbo of the no gownet, but it we're in we're in sort of a limbo at the moment where um, yeah. because because we've got these updates coming and we're we're waiting for that console release. I think once we once we have a solid console release that comes out and then we're all playing together but not together, um, then I think we will start to yeah. see this foundation of Elite Dangerous Odyssey have extra layers, et cetera, put on top of it. And I, for one, can't wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I yep. agree. I mean, I, I'd, lo- I'd love ship interiors. I know that's a bit controversial. And I also would like base building with interiors there, too. Mm-hmm. You know? um, yeah. What else? Uh, I'd like to be able to uh, have multiple crew members. I don't know why we can't do that yet. <laughs> um. It is kind of interesting, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's like all the mechanics are there. You can see where you could hire more, but it stops you. Yeah. So, or you can, I guess you can hire them, but you can't, you can't assign multiple crewmembers to one ship. You can't assign them. Yeah. Maybe, maybe with the addition of, you know, being able to have four people in your ship. Mm. That that opens the door a little bit for them to think about doing that sort of stuff in the future. Like, okay, well now. Not only do we have the ability to hire that many people, you have the ability to have that many commanders, like players in your mm-hmm. ship. Let's marry those two together and get us some proper ability to hire a proper crew, like a tactical officer, an engineering officer, right. and uh, you know, you know, yeah, exactly. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be down well, for and, that. And not only that, but I want to be able to assign them to. You know, I want them to be able to either launch in a fighter or drive an srv too right so expand yeah Yeah, give them specific role Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. uh heck what else i don't know i've got uh some new personal weapons would be cool i think it's kind of a i mean there's a there's kind of a lot but there's only really three groups three types yeah yeah you know a little diversity there and you know i'm not sure that uh we really should be throwing grenades in 3307. Can't we launch them somehow? Or something? 
It's all right because we we don't have we don't have the pinpoint aim that the NPCs have. Oh, there's that so. too. <laughs> um, it'd be cool if there were some non-combat versions of ship launch fighters for other tasks. Yes, you know? that'd be cool. Yeah, um, yeah, a, like a ship launch mining, yeah. like shuttle that, or snow fighter or whatever you you. Your crew it. member could fly yeah. ahead and scout asteroids for you as you're coming. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Yep, and could tag them in some way so that they're easy for you to uh, to mm-hmm. see with the pulse yep. scanner. Yep. Um, yep. Speeders, skimmers, new ground vehicles, tracked vehicles would be great. Um, geez, what else? Oh, here's a good one. <laughs> Check this out. So I think they should issue the vehicles by model year or by series so that we could have historic vehicles. Oh, I love it. Yes. I love it. That's a great idea. Um, and then have, I think have like a really old SLV in the garage and be like, oh yeah, no, this is like an S type. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And the statistics should change with the model years or with the series or whatever you're doing. Yep. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Um, and that would give them the option to even bring in vintage ships and vehicles into mm-hmm. the game too. So that would be, that would be cool. Um, one yeah. thing I was shocked by when I first started playing that I would love for them to add is unique ship HUDs. Um, it bothered me that every yes. HUD and every ship is the same. And, and I know veteran players would probably cry about having to learn to fly their ship over again, but I don't know. I, I just prefer it. <laughs> rather than, yeah. than the universal standard kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Maya HUD shouldn't be the same as... Uh, yeah, it should uh, look sleek. It should have like a different font or right, something. Yeah. Exactly. I like that. I like that. That's a. We just got the font on the shields <laughs> fixed. Don't tell them to change the that's, font. <laughs> that's such a. That's such a. Um, a like a, that is such a design perspective mentality. Yeah. Which I don't think. Yeah. I don't. I don't think yep. we've had. I think that's your. Well, that's your architect showing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and it it goes yeah. deeper because you know uh, stations in imperial system shouldn't look like stations in federation systems. Uh huh. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. and I, I get it. You know, then they're trying to put you know filters and stylization onto the things to some degree, um, but it really needs to be architecturally different from one another. So yeah, yeah. It's such a uh, it's the, the, and I, you understand the limitations though. There's such oh, a big yeah. game, and well, they're trying to I, put that on console, they can't add more. Like that. Yeah, and 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 yeah. I, I don't understand the limitations because I'm not a coder at all. I, I don't know what it takes to to make right. this stuff happen. You know, yeah. just you know, uh. yeah. I kind of <laughs> wish they had left it at you know the Coriolis stations are all the Federation stations are Coriolis, uh, sure. and all the the Alliance stations are Ocellus and the empire stations are, you know, I mean, like at least we have three major <laughs> types of stations. They could have done something like that and then make the, like based on, they do it well with the Coriolis stations based on what the economy is like the lighting sure. and the, you know, the alloy that it's made out of might change. But can you think about pulling up to, to a, uh, like a really beautiful, um, Oh gosh, why can't uh Orbis station that's like plated in that yeah, white metal exactly. that the Empire ships <laughs> come with with the blue lighting yeah. accents? I mean, that would be amazing. Exactly. And, and and and, and they do it. Well, of yeah, course. <laughs> they do it with the ships. So 
Yes. You know, it's just that consistency of stylization through the different, you know, powers is. Missing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's just something, you know, something else, you know, um, uh, so if we go from the grander scale to like the smaller scale of improvements, if you could have one small quality of life mm. improvement to elite that wouldn't like totally yeah, break yeah, yeah. the game, what would you want? I want my carrier crew to refuel the damn carrier without me having to be there. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes please. please. I mean, you know, and a, a close second to that is I should be able to store my modules anywhere I want on any ship that has space to hold them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, you survive. It's but just those two things would make a huge difference to me. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It's nonsense that that's the especially especially the tritium thing. Why? Like. It, yes. I mean. <laughs> even I, if I it could, just makes no. Even if sense. I could transfer it remotely, <laughs> transferring it remotely. Yeah. yeah. That would be fine, but I don't want to have to be on my chuffing ship to have to do it it's yeah. it's supposed to be convenient why is this not convenient i've paid a lot of well, money for this yeah. well not only that but that particular crew cell or, or whatever it is they're getting paid part of that upkeep cost yeah. so <laughs> let's have them yep. do something you know i mean the interactive bridge on the fleet carrier hopefully that we're going to get maybe will come some improvements yes. to the functionality i would lose my mind if they gave us that option <laughs> right that would be yeah. that would be, yep. that, would, that would be the greatest thing that elite has ever done and i know that is i know <laughs> that is hyperbole i know that is um that is overly forgiving of other things potentially but <laughs> but it's also accurate <laughs> but i would yeah. lose my mind <laughs> i have one other idea that um is uh I don't know if it's quality of life, but I, I think there should be escape pods. And I think when your ships, the yes. lar- you know, it's maybe it's a module, maybe it's just comes on the larger ships or medium and large ships or whatever. But instead of the rebuy sequence as it is, I'd modify that to have an escape pod and, you know, a, a, just a different sequence and, and maybe a different tiers yeah. of insurance or something. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. There's a, there's a lot you could do with that idea. You know? there's, a, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of different places you could go with like that. Like immersive and multiplayer gameplay that you could right. go for with that idea, mm-hmm. and also like just like if you get if you end up in a in an escape pod, like if you were a player who played solo, because I know that a lot of the elite dangerous base play. Um, play in solo and haven't ever played tried multiplayer um if there was a way that right. you could incorporate that escape pod idea and also then book the equivalent of an apex to just mm-hmm. come and scoop you out yes. of the sky well I, I think it'd be yep. you'd turn on your beacon and your insurance would come retrieve you Oh yeah, so they have yeah. The, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that's how it works. And, <laughs> and, and and yeah and if and depending upon the insurance level you purchased would be how far out you can be retrieved from. Yeah. And how quickly they come to get you. And, and you could also have a mechanic where, um, you know, if you turn, there's a risk to turning on the beacon. There's a benefit in that. It doesn't cost you as much for a rebuy because you have escaped in your escape pod. And for some reason that's, that's cheaper. I, you know, they don't have to clone you a new body or whatever it is that, (laughs) It happens now, right? But um, 
the, the if you turn that beacon on, there's also the possibility that pirates exactly. or Thargoids might <laughs> home in on your yeah. beacon. Smooth on the inside, crunchy on and the you've outside. you turned yourself you into it. a snack, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and so yeah, they could totally be destroyed, and then you're back at the normal. Oh, what, re- a, what a great. Uh, yeah, and it puts you back at the normal yeah, rebound. It's just a great idea. I, I like it. I, I, yeah. I just, you know, just a just a a little more immersive uh, yeah. re- rebuy sequence. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that idea. I think that brings us to the to the end of our, our usual time. questions, which means that we find ourselves at the lightning round. Sure. Um, yes. Which you've heard the show. We try and throw this mm-hmm. in right towards the end for a bit of fun. Um, so if you wouldn't mind trying to answer as quickly and as accurately as possible. Okay. Are you ready to go? We shall begin. Okay. What's your favorite ship? Um, let's go with the Cobra Mark III. And your least favorite ship? The Adder. What's the best ship in the game? Corvette. The worst ship in the game? Oh, that's the uh, the only one I don't own. The Scout. What is it? The uh... Asp Scout. The Asp yes, Scout. Yeah. One. Yes. But that was it. We were leading that question, Mal. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite station? I uh, don't really have one yet. Um, some of the asteroid stations are pretty awesome. They what are. I... Yeah, you're right. What about a favorite yeah. system? Uh, don't have don't have one of those yet either. True or false? There is a free anaconda at Hutton Orbital. Yeah, go for it. Absolutely. Perfect. Um, do you use um, engineered or vanilla modules in your ships? Uh, everything's highly engineered. Alliance, Federation, Empire, or Independent? Independent. Who's your favorite power play leader? Uh, none of the above. If you run out of gas, will you call the fuel rats or suicide? I would call the fuel rats. Haven't had to before. If you have a low hull, will you call the hull seals? Will you keep going and hope for the best or suicide? Yeah, I'd limp along and hope for the best. True or false, you can get a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. Absolutely, go for it. Thargoids, friend, foe, or undetermined? Uh, undetermined. And finally, flight assist, on or off? Yes. Quite. <laughs> <laughs> and on. Yeah. Perfect. Sounds good. Is there anything we haven't talked about today that you would like to talk about? Um. Yeah, I mean, just the uh, you know the uh, aesthetics and styling. You know, we've had a good conversation about that, and uh, you know, yeah. I like to see that propagated, you know, more through the game, you know, just from an immersion standpoint. And um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Now, if anybody would like to find you online, where would they, where would they most likely find you? Uh, yeah. So, uh, my band has a YouTube channel. Uh, the name of the band is Sense Datum, S-E-N-S-E-D-A-T-U-M. Please search for us on YouTube and there's, uh, I don't know, three or four videos there. Um, and then, um, uh, my company is, uh, Respace design respace.design is the website so if anybody in the u.s is looking for architectural help i'm happy to help people 
Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting. It's been it's yeah. been really fun to ch- talk about those aspects. I really like like talking about that. So that's been that's been really cool. Thank you so much for being on and being a guest. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just happy to give a little different perspective. And uh, like I said, I enjoy your your podcast quite a bit. So um, thank you for having me on. It's our pleasure. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that was a really interesting conversation. I loved how focused he was on the visual elements of the game and he could see having a background in, in architecture, right. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, he's got a really powerful rig. I assume he's using something like, uh, like AutoCAD or something to do his, his draft digital drafting. I Um, would imagine so. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, it's, knowing that he that's what he's doing in his nine to five job. Right. And he can translate that experience to something meaningful in the elite galaxy and, and look at things and say, I feel like they've put the right amount of effort into trying to figure out what the natural progression of our structures as humans would be, you know, of a thousand plus years from now, like in, in he can see it with, with, you know, with his architect eyes. I, it's and not that's just like, really cool. It's not just like, oh, let's put a sci-fi stamp on this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not. I, I I won't mention names of certain games that um that <laughs> that have that have done that. Um, yep. I really like Mass Effect, but I don't like their ships. I don't like the Normandy, yeah. and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's gonna ostracize me to a lot of people, but I don't like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, I do really like the. I do really like the ship in Alien, so Alien oh, um Yes. Oh, what's it called? Alien Isolation. Yes. The ship yeah. the ship in that game is like it's like the main character. The I, um, I agree. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh I I'm getting sidetracked about how beautiful that <laughs> game is. But um Yeah, that was that was every every bit as awesome as I was hoping it was gonna be because it it's it's that um, recommendation to players who only have a small a small amount of their time to dedicate to the game, yeah. which is really what he wanted to yeah. wanted to sort of bring across. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm really, really glad that we can that we can highlight that and that yeah. it, while it while Elite Dangerous is a time sink, it is a time sink that can be split into little chunks. Yes, very much so. Yep, and you can choose what those chunks look like too. You know, you have complete control over how those shit, how those, those pieces can shift around to give you the, the larger goals that you're looking for, even though you can't sit down and say, okay, I'm going to go completely get all of the mats I need and solve all the puzzles to get a guardian frame shift drive booster. Right. But you could split it into smaller chunks that will let you end up with that goal and say, okay, so Monday, I'm going to do, I'm going to go out there. Tuesday, I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to do the puzzle. Wednesday, I'm going to make my way back. Thursday, I'm going to make sure I have all the materials I need. And then Friday, I can pick up my Guardian Frame Shift Drive booster. It's not a five hour contiguous session, mm. but Elite lets you play it that way so that yeah. you can still get that that end result. Once you get that handle on sort of like the core aspect of what what Elite Dangerous is, which is for the most part 
flying a spaceship, getting out of your spaceship, doing the pews, and then getting back mm-hmm. in your spaceship and that kind of thing. And flying flying a spaceship. Um once you get get that core aspect like even slightly down, then the rest of it, it you is really something that you can just dip in, dip yeah. in and play. I do have it on good authority that um Commander Archidog does also play elite with his um his daughters as well oh, oh, uh, nice. um, at some points um he's got um a, a six-year-old and a nine-year-old yeah. daughter that he will sometimes sit down and and play with which he he has offered to come back on and do some more chatting about um the family aspect so we yeah. like it might be it might be something that we we think about on a finale not too yeah in the not too distant future maybe talk about different members of your family playing because i'm maybe bring on a few people that have like that that's their thing as a family as they get together and play absolutely and i mean my husband plays my Mm -hmm. sister now plays you know yes and we can we can absolutely talk talk about how how elite has impacted you and your family as well i think that might be that might be something nice for christmas that might be cool i get her yeah yeah, maybe you've heard it here first, folks. But <laughs> that <laughs> this is, is how we plan week. things. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we're just on the fly. We do all the time. <laughs> that is all for this week. You can browse episodes and check out more information about the podcast at our website, flightassistpodcast.com. And you can stay up to date by following us on Twitter at flightassist underscore ED. Remember, this podcast is all about commanders and communities, and that means you. We'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests. And if you're an Elite Dangerous Commander who wants to be a guest on the podcast, or if you'd like to nominate a commander to be our guest, we need to know that too. Send us your questions and information on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ED, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io slash flightassist, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. If you would like to support the podcast and get access to exclusive content at the same time, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash flight assist. With thanks to our flight officer patrons, Atom Farin, Baron Von Marlon, Commander Reese Lang, Crispy Tater Tot, Elvis Kremen, Glitched Helix, Jonathan Turner, Caldra, Not Me Mister, Slightly Dave, Timis V2 and Tomax99. Until next week, this is Commander Psychit and Commander Mal for the win, handing the controls back to you. Flight assist off. <laughs> <laughs>